Mac Jones had an exceptional year in 2021. You've probably heard me say that a bunch of times over the past couple of weeks since the season ended. The Patriots would not have been where they were this season without Jones' success and performance as a rookie. And while I would love to gladly continue talking about Mac Jones and how he was very successful this year, we can't ignore the fact that we also saw his limitations as a player. What's going on guys? Welcome back to another podcast and today we're going to be talking about will and if so how Mac Jones will improve in 2022. Now obviously this is a difficult question to answer because questions like this are answered hypothetically and for me I don't prefer answering hypothetical questions because the answers end up being too far-fetched. So I'm going to try to stay away from the hypothetical zone in this episode to spare you my rambling but if I end up having to enter that zone I'll make sure I'll let you know. But for now, I think we should start the podcast episode by just stating the obvious. And by that, I'm just going to get into really who Mac Jones is as a passer, as a quarterback, and really what we've seen from him this year that is going to lead me into the following topics of this episode. So to start off, Mac Jones is a pocket passer, and New England knew that when they drafted him. Everybody knows this, even I know it. We all know Mac Jones is a pocket passer. And with Mac Jones being a pocket passer, brings both benefits and limitations. Now, if we start with benefits, Jones is probably one of the more accurate and efficient quarterbacks in the league, let alone in a group of rookie quarterbacks. He completed 67.6 of his passes and had a 92.5 pass rating all year. And he did have some very good performances throughout the year. He threw 13 picks, but again, he's a rookie. And especially being a pocket passer... He doesn't exactly have a ton of room to improvise, therefore, you know, those forced throws are definitely going to happen more often. But at the same time, with him being a pocket passer also brings his lack of mobility. Unlike quarterbacks like Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence, quarterbacks that were much worse statistically this season, Lawrence and Wilson have a much higher ceiling. And a part of that, a large part of that, is because of their mobility. I mean, look at Josh Allen. He was pretty mediocre in his first two years, especially his first year. Then in his third year, he exploded because once he was able to become more responsible and accurate with his arm, combine that with his big body frame and a cannon of an arm and his mobility traits that he was drafted for, he became a huge threat in the AFC, let alone the AFC East. Now, am I saying that Mac Jones will never end up being like Josh Allen? Well, obviously, to some extent, no. But at the same time, you know, will he end up becoming as dangerous? Possibly. But just consider this. Whenever we end up comparing Mac Jones to Tom Brady, we need to keep in mind that Tom Brady and Mac Jones have played in completely different eras. Mac Jones is playing in a more mobile era where you guys, you have guys like Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, hell, even Josh Allen. These guys are a lot more mobile than Mac Jones, and we saw this this past season. Hell, even take someone like Davis Mills, a guy that might not end up seeing any more playing time after this year, looks a lot more promising than Jones in terms of his upside. He's a great passer, a guy that can get out of the pocket and extend plays, and he just moves better than Jones. Now, am I saying that he's a better passer than Jones? No, but at the same time, he is a he's more mobile than Jones. And that's kind of what, you know, when the Patriots drafted Jones, they also had to understand that, you know, he doesn't have a high ceiling. And so with Jones not being very mobile, he also doesn't have a lot of room for error when passing the ball. 
something that I worry for going forward in his career with the Patriots. It's also why I'm hoping that the Patriots are going to be able to support him with the right weapons around him. I'm actually developing an episode talking about free agency and the draft, and so that's going to end up arriving soon enough. But yeah, Jones is basically the definition of a pro-ready quarterback, a title given to a lot of quarterbacks with Jones being among the few that have panned out so far. And so yeah, right now, Jones has his limitations. He is not a very fast quarterback, with maybe the exception of his Pro Bowl touchdown that probably should have counted. But yeah, Jones's lack of speed is definitely going to be worrying me over the next couple of years, especially because now that the NFL is moving into a more mobile era, it worries me that Jones may not succeed in an era where you know pocket pass pocket passers in general are decreasing. I mean, when you think about it, right? You have Kirk Cousins, you have Aaron Rodgers for the most part, and I mean that's kind of it. I mean you have all you also have Matt Ryan. I mean, when you think about it, that's pretty much it. You don't have a ton of mobile quarterbacks. And so Mac Jones, for him to be going into his second year and to already understand that he's not a mobile quarterback, that kind of scares me. But at the same time, he's also a great passer, much better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league. And so that's definitely a plus side. But yeah, him being not mobile is certainly a major downside to his game. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is how New England can help Mac Jones going into 2022. Now, there's also a narrative going around that Mac Jones is a quarterback like her cousins that really needs everything that he can get to succeed. And to some extent, that's also why I kind of wanted Justin Fields before the season started. I know people are going to be shocked, especially considering how bad Fields played this year. But you got to keep in mind, Mac Jones was in the best possible situation. You give Mac Jones to the Bears in exchange for Fields, and Jones is probably not a starter going to the next season just because of how low his ceiling is and how high Justin Fields' ceiling is. But that's also why Jones coming to the Patriots is probably the best situation. I mean, for 20 years, New England had a pocket passer quarterback, and once they got Cam Newton, they really just didn't know what to do with him. Were they going to stick to the run? Were they going to use his very poor arm? They just didn't know. But at the same time, you know, you get a very a, a much younger version of Cam Newton who's a lot more mobile and, you know, he can learn under him. And I think that, you know, he does have some accuracy issues and some decision-making issues, but he has a fairly decent arm and he definitely does check the box of mobility. And so in those terms, I honestly would have honestly loved to have Justin Fields instead of Mac Jones. Now, whether or not Fields succeeded is still up for debate. And so I don't, that's, again, we're going to that hypothetical zone a zone I don't want to get into, and so we're just going to exit that zone right now. Now, this isn't a knock on Jones. Jones is still a good quarterback. Joe Burrow is a quarterback that didn't have an insane arm and insane athleticism, but he can improvise and get out of situations. And if Jones can have that same it factor that Burrow has, plus he gets a good receiver, then we might actually have something. And that leads into my second point. If Mac Jones is going to improve, then a large portion of his improvement is going to rest on the responsibility of the Patriots organization, and right now, it's not exactly looking very good. Jones has lost his assistant quarterbacks coach, receivers coach, offensive line coach, and his offensive coordinator. I don't want to talk too much about this just because I have a podcast coming about that on the way, but suffice it to say, Jones is going to have to be very open in learning the ways of his new coaches. 
Notice that I didn't say system because usually the Patriots system tends to stay the same throughout the coaches, but Jones is going to have to really depend on Bill Belichick for his growth going to next year. Now, obviously, the Patriots also need to help Mac Jones in terms of getting better receivers around him, though it's a lot less straightforward than you think. I wanted to save this part for last just because it's the most controversial. Because I've been on account multiple times saying that the Patriots need to build around Mac Jones, and to do that, they have to get him a Pro Bowl level or high draft pick receiver. But here's the thing, New England might not even be able to do that with the cap space that they have. I mean, they could easily clear cap space, but when you also have guys to pay like J.C. Jackson, Devin McCourty, Matthew Slater, and then you also want to try to get a guy like Calvin Ridley or maybe even Chris Godwin... I mean, it's just not going to be very easy. It's going to be a lot harder than it sounds. Now, let's just say that New England is able to re-sign these guys, Slater, McCourty, and Jackson, and they have excess cap room left. Who should they go out and get? For me, really two no-brainers. Either trade for Calvin Ridley, who looks to be in a bit of a shaky situation right now in Atlanta, or go out and get Allen Robinson and sign him to a nice contract. Ridley is a nice route runner, but Allen Robinson has glue on his hands. Guy never drops a thing. Either one would be a huge plus over Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, or Jacoby Myers, though the latter two definitely are still worth keeping around. Also keep in mind that the draft is coming up, and so someone like Jameson Williams, a former teammate of Mac Jones, he's a guy that also could be on the table for the Patriots to draft. Again, he did have, I believe, an ACL tear, so we might see him redshirt in his first season something that New England isn't going to want to deal with. So, again, I do think that if the Patriots are able to clear some cap space, they are going to have to lean on free agency to get their guy for Mac Jones. Now, keep in mind, this is a two-headed coin. And so the other side I want to talk about is how can Mac Jones help Mac Jones? And like I said earlier, I mean, Mac Jones is a great quarterback, but he has his limitations. We've been over this. And while he had a great rookie campaign, he also left a lot to desire. The number one thing that Jones can do to become the it factor that New England wants him to be is to be more aggressive throwing the ball. New England will go nowhere if Mac Jones doesn't throw deep, and we saw a couple of nice attempts, but far too little. Now, a big part of this was because of Josh McDaniel's handicap on him that forced him to be a little more conservative, which is fair to some extent because he was a rookie. But going into year two, you simply aren't going to gain the respect of your fans, the media, or the team if you can't put your team in a position to score big, and that starts by being more aggressive. I would also much rather see Mac Jones have a more Matthew Stafford type of season where he's constantly chucking the ball up deep and it's more of a 60-40 chance of a completion. He might end up throwing 20 interceptions, or I mean, maybe not that much, but you know, something like 15 interceptions. He might end up throwing more if he ends up being more aggressive, and personally, I'm okay with that. I think that the Patriots' idea of just being safe with the football has backfired one too many times this year, and so if New England wants to go somewhere, then it starts with Mac Jones just letting it rip. I mean, I'm talking about being reckless with the football. Now, at the same time, there's also a limit of how reckless you can be, but I mean, take a guy like Joe Burrow. He's someone who, honestly, I thought was very reckless throwing the football. He was a lot more dangerous than I thought he was going to be. And a lot of the plays that he had this year, it, the reason why he led the league in deep passing touchdowns was because he just chucked the ball up there. And for the most part, Jamar Chase or T. Higgins or Tyler Boyd were able to go down and catch the football. And so I think that idea of being reckless kind of goes in hand with the Patriots supplying him with good support, a good receiver. 
And so, really, if New England can get Mac Jones a good receiver, then we might see a growth explosion that we saw from Joe Burrow against Stephon Diggs for Josh Allen. I mean, we've seen it time and time and again. Even Russell Wilson, for that matter, when he got DK Metcalf. I mean, just imagine if Mac Jones had someone like Calvin Ridley or he had someone like Allen Robinson. Get Mac Jones a receiver and add the fact that Mac Jones also has to be a little more reckless throwing the football, and New England will have a top offense going to next year. You can book it. But yeah, that about rounds it up. I know I didn't exactly give you guys a straightforward answer, but at the same time, there really is no straightforward answer without getting really hypothetical about the answer. And so if you do want an answer, will Mac Jones improve in 2022? Well, it depends on two things. Will Mac Jones be more aggressive? And will the Patriots supply him with a good number one receiver? If they do both of those things, then Mac Jones will not only improve, he might take New England to the Super Bowl. I'm counting on it. But if only one out of the two boxes are checked, then the Patriots are just going to be back to square one. And if none of those boxes are checked, then Mac Jones has a very high probability of regressing next year. I know it's a very unfortunate thing to talk about, but yeah, Mac Jones will regress next year if New England doesn't get him a good receiver or he ends up being more loose with the football. But yeah, that about rounds it up. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. This one did take a little longer to make. That's why, you know, I had to take a bit of time just to craft this podcast. There isn't a lot of news going on in the league, but, you know, I did definitely want to take the time to write a good episode for you guys. I mean, especially with the offseason coming up, you probably won't see nearly as frequent episode uploads. But at the same time, you know, I do definitely want to keep uh, keep you posted during the offseason. But yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And I'll catch you guys later. Peace out.